0: Welcome to Eclipse, a Heroes podcast, We're two old-school Heroes fangirls, Well, we've rewatched the show, we've defended its honor, we're on the spinoff, I swear to God, it's kind of almost over, but not really, because we still have, like, four episodes after this, which is just wild to me. My name is Keisha.
1: And I'm Rachel.
0: <laughs> I like the paw. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Every time I watch a new episode, I'm just like, four more, huh? Really? <laughs> that seems yep. like a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's been a minute, mm-hmm. but here we are. You know, it hasn't been as long as it was between the last couple eclipses. So yeah, right. It's not too bad. No, this
1: won't be as bad. No, a little more normalish than that. Like two month break that happened. <laughs> I I I
0: did I did forget the names of several characters. However, so same. <laughs> you know, there's at least it just wasn't at least it wasn't just me. All right, um, but before we get into all that, we have do 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 Heroes News Network, um, which <laughs> I, I enjoy doing these late because they're not news anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, people know about this shit, but, um, you know, it, it's still keeping in, you know, in kind with, the, with what we're doing by letting you know what the Heroes people are up to. So, um, Rachel and myself haven't actually watched this trailer yet, and we thought we would maybe do it like a live reaction kind of thing, or what did you call it, Rachel? Live slug reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Which she then had to explain what that meme was, because I am i don't know memes. So um, <laughs> it turns out it's from the worst Star Wars movie. So, of course. Um, so, yeah, Milo's show got picked up, as I think we've announced before. Um, so now there's a trailer, because it's really happening. Or, you know... Who could say, right? Maybe they'll just Mm -hmm. decide not to have it. Because I guess you can just film whole seasons of shows now and networks will just go, I'm good. (laughs) Like, what the
1: fuck is that? Yeah, right? Right? Well, I mean, I think this is about to come out. I believe it said the release date on the YouTube trailer was like the Sunday, February 19th. So we're like a month out from it as of recording this.
0: So it'll probably come out.
1: (laughs) It'll probably come out.
0: Oh, jeez.
1: I don't think they've done that bullshit where they have released a trailer and then have been like, no, and taken it
0: away. Oh, yeah. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. No. It's coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I guess we're just going to watch it and then react afterward. I'd probably watch it if, it, if, I, if I hear okay things about it.
1: See, yeah, it doesn't look too bad, honestly.
0: No, it doesn't. Um, that, I mean, they've got chemistry. That's actually pretty mm-hmm. apparent. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, he'd be looking fine. So, you know, that's always fun. Um, yeah, sure. You get to see him in I a bunch of different not. costume changes, you know? Ah, we love a costume change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love the drama. Um, yeah, no, uh, I would, uh, I'd give that a go. Why not? Yeah.
1: The company you keep. February 19th, baby. Yep.
0: Yeah. Woo, that's, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. really soon. <laughs>
1: It, it seems more like, um, like, if we're watching Revenge on ABC and not, like, Cry TV. You know what I 100%. mean? hundred percent. Yeah. So. Yeah, no,
0: it's, like, Revenge or, like, Castle or, like, you know, yeah, like, yeah, fill yeah. in the blank, I guess. Um, and I watched a lot mm. of Castle. Um, and all of Revenge. So, um, there you go. mm mm-hmm. Um. Interesting to see. Uh, you know, let us know if you're gonna check that out. What is our next news item?
1: Our next news item is, I did my little monthly <laughs> or, or, you know occasional hey is reborn legally streaming anywhere
0: <laughs> your your desperation hunt
1: <laughs> yes I was shocked to see upcoming airing <laughs> and I was like what so like since I think late no it was after we recorded so it was like late November, December, uh sci fi has been airing heroes reruns like early morning, I think it's like 3 a.m to 7 a.m. So they do like three in a row. And they're also doing Reborn, so it's on the air. Sci-Fi is rerunning it like they That's rerun um, Lost reruns mm-hmm. in that spot. So, yeah, Reborn should have started by now. Because I think I noted it was the seventeenth when I looked, and it's the night. Oh, so like now. it
0: just started?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's been okay. like nightly or every other night or something. They do it, but yeah, it's just like their late morning, late night, early morning <laughs> little slot that they air three heroes (laughs) someone's getting their syndication paychecks
0: yeah right get them resids Mm -hmm. um if i had cable i would totally i would totally watch those i have bad sleep habits um (laughs) 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 yeah that's why no um that's cool uh i'm genuinely surprised that they're airing reborn as well though um
1: it must have been like a package thing like if you're going to and it kind of brings that Maybe. episode count up to 100 pretty much or close to
0: it. That's true. That's true. And and sci-fi has aired it in the past. So
1: it's funny too because like it used to be like a a big thing, you know, in the past where it was um Mhm. If you didn't have 100 episodes you're fucked cuz you couldn't get syndication. But now with streaming it doesn't really Oh yeah, matter. that that
0: was the goal. <laughs> yeah. No. No, it doesn't at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's so crazy to think how quickly things have changed. Just like since you know I don't know the last twenty years, maybe like yeah, it's absolutely nuts to think how different of a landscape it is in terms of like I don't know media and how it's uh, displayed and consumed, you know.
1: And sci-fi is under that NBC Universal umbrella as well. So,
0: yep. No, so yeah, mm-hmm. it makes it makes perfect sense that they would they would air it. Yeah. Reborn, baby. Uh our next news item uh has to do with one Mr. Sental Ramamurthy mm-hmm. who is apparently going to be returning to the Flash for its final season. Yeah. Uh he was a baddie. His uh, I'm looking at his wiki right now. He was uh Doctor Ramsey Rosso, uh, who later became a a villain called Bloodwork, mm-hmm. um, which is actually kind of funny considering the yeah. hinder of it all. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it really is. It truly is. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. th- there's literally. Remember how I said he sounded kind of silery before when he first like got cast or whatever. Um, this fucking quote that's on the wiki is insane. It, he's like. Nature never meant for us to fly, and yet we've touched the stars, and not by being slaves to the shackles of the natural order, but by transcending them. What kind of Gabriel (laughs) Grey-ass bullshit is that? Like, that's crazy. Evolutionary imperative! Um, Yeah. Oh my god. (laughs) The name of my metal band. Alright. Um, yeah. So, he is returning, which is really cool. They're having a lot of people return, because it's, you know, the final season, and Mm -hmm. even though the, the, like, DCCW world has been kind of I don't know. Just, just, fucking left to die. <laughs> um, you have to remember the Flash was a big deal for them for a while. So Yeah. Uh, that whole that whole Arrowverse was a big thing for them for a while. And they'll be the last one? Because Arrow's gone. Legends is gone. Supergirl's gone. Yeah. I think so. I don't know if Stargirl counts. I guess Girl counts. But, like, yeah. So yeah, it's like the death of the uh, DCCW verse, which is actually kind of a big deal, and uh, I don't think it's it's gonna be very like you know whimper, not a bang. So
1: ah uh, yeah,
0: you know, I don't know. It just seems like it with how how the corporate uh, overlords are treating it is is just how I could elaborate on that. <clears throat> They're putting golf on the CW, Rachel. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>
1: oh my god okay so, <laughs> yeah
0: they want to get them old people watching did you see that you saw that right
1: no no Mm-mm. they're
0: they're they're putting professional golf on the cw in an attempt to broaden their demographic
1: interesting
0: rip rip the cw we knew <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah no for real um it's on tv line there's an article about it um so yeah send us coming back woohoo yay uh what's our final bit
1: Alright, our final bit, it isn't exactly news. <laughs> uh, there was a post on the Heroes subreddit, and the OP was like, I've kind of always been curious about what was the inspiration behind Heroes for Tim Crane, because he's not really a comics guy, and he's very vocal about that, and they had remembered like some sort of antidote about, like, it had something to do with a Crossing Jordan character, too, and So I went and looked, and I found an interview he gave to Inverse uh, in 2018, where he lists three things that kind of, like, were the inspiration behind Heroes. So I thought I would tell Keisha and you what they were. Do you have any guesses, Keisha, of what any of them could be?
0: No. Um, Are they, like... What kind of things are they? Like, are they... It's of media, or are they, like, events, or, like... Both. Okay. Is 9 one of them? <laughs> N- kind of, but not really. Okay. Because it seems like a very post-9-11 show. Um... He,
1: he, it's funny, because he says, like, three things, but really he kind of gives four examples for it, so... Yeah. Because the first thing he does mention is, I was interested in what exactly was a hero. Those were the Bush years when we were kind of thuggish around the world. So it was important to have an international <laughs> cast where people from all over the world came together. All right. Um, sure. And then he says he was doing Crossing Jordan when he came up with Heroes. And mm-hmm. one of the original things for the Spark was they had a character named Lily played by Catherine Hahn. Oh. And we had written a scene where she gets mugged by a guy, but he turns, but she turns and does this crazy Krav Maga move. And when he watched it for the first time, it was like this cool idea that this mousy little intake girl at the crypt could really handle herself and thought, wow, that's a cool idea. What if super ordinary people could do something really extraordinary? So that's like the first one.
0: Oh my God. Catherine Hahn was on Crossing Jordan, wasn't she? That shit's wild. I'm looking at a picture. Yeah. (laughs) My mom used to watch it. So yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay.
1: So that was like the first spark. Uh, the second big influence was Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Wow. Okay. And he said it took two typical people and thrust them into extraordinary circumstances with a bizarre sci-fi twist. True, true. Yeah. You know, and the idea of these Harper, hyper normal characters, the kind of people you just see walking on the street and never look twice at. They're not just anonymous, but hyper-anonymous. That idea that extraordinary things to happen in their lives, I hadn't seen that on television yet. Huh. So, again, extraordinary to the ordinary. This is very season one.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: And the third thing. The third thing is the movie Magnolia.
0: (laughs) All the different, like, interconnected... Mm Mm-hmm. The interconnectedness. Okay,
1: okay. And, um... okay. There's one scene in particular that truly inspired him, and it's the scene where they all sing the same song together as the frogs are falling. In the pilot of Heroes, we do this whole montage <laughs> where all the characters experience the eclipse at the same time. So that was another one of his big influences.
0: Interesting. You know, once you explain them, it makes sense, but I would never... If you put those on a list or had them plucked out of, like, a fishbowl on, like, pieces of paper, I'd be like, the fuck do these things have in common? And then, yeah... But when you explain them, I can see it. Yeah.
1: I'll link the inverse article in the show notes. It's really just that. Um, it was just interesting because he was there promoting the Unknown Nine or whatever, some transmedia universe thing that was happening. Which, mm. yeah, the Unknown Nine mm. experience. Um, so he was promoting that at uh, New York Comic Con. And they were able to interview and ask. Huh. So, yeah
0: no that's interesting i've never heard him say that before i don't think
1: because so. when i was reading it, too, i was like i don't think i ever looked into it or heard him mention anything before
0: Uh uh-uh. uh. yeah no that's that's pretty interesting you want to hear want to hear a fun like uh film nerd uh confession mm-hmm. i've never seen magnolia same but
1: that's not a shocking
0: yeah me. but it's surprising <laughs> coming from me <laughs> so let's kick into the episode because i have 65 percent on my phone
1: so (laughs) yeah i don't i don't think you gave us the episode title either
0: it's one that i was rather delighted by it's called sunday bloody sunday but it's sunday like an ice cream sunday and it's actually prophetic Mm -hmm. (laughs) let's kick it off kick it off baby all right um (laughs) I was very appreciative for the recap because I forgot like everything that had happened before the, the fucking flashback episodes. So I was like, Oh, Oh yeah, that's, that's going down. These people exist. <laughs> I don't remember their names. Um, eventually I got there, but, um, so thanks recap. Uh, there's a Mohinder log that opens the episode. I didn't write anything down about it. I don't know. He's jawing about some bullshit. But, yeah. <laughs> all the Mohinder logs basically sound the same. Like that's the bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so first we see, um, Carlos, that's his name, right? Yep. You're good. <laughs> Yay. Uh, cause I, 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 absolutely did not say the right name for his nephew at first. Um, so we see, <laughs> we see Carlos still being transported by Deering and, uh, he's got the fugitives pack on is what I call it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very similar to that. Um, to the ones that they had on the plane. Um, and, uh, (laughs) this is, this is where, like, the me, like, being in a good mood and just being like, la la la, when I watched the episode, uh, came in. Uh, maybe I've just been spending too much time on AO3, which is true, but I kind of want to ship Carlos and the guy that played Paul. That's what my notes say. (laughs) Um, (laughs) because I couldn't remember his name. (laughs) <laughs> they got a they got to they got to they got a lot of fun tension um so i need help okay um so i was like wow has it taken me that long to realize that anyway um so we just kind of see little bits of everyone we see um <laughs> If you want me to read my notes as they are, um, I also forgot Melina's name, so um, my notes say Luke <laughs> I and Girl Tommy. also forgot like, name. Three different times. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, just really flying high so far, this episode. Uh, we see that they're on their little road trip together. What is with people named Luke going on road trips on this show? Anyway. Uh-huh. Um, so... They got that in common, um, as well as the same fucking power, basically, which is confusing. <laughs> um, so, so uh, we're just seeing like little bits to kind of like catch us up on things. We see that the um, ever now servers are down
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, all kinds of stuff going on kind of everywhere. Uh, we see Noah and Quentin traveling together, but we know he's a rat fuck now. So that's like a whole perspective change. Uh, because of, you know, the time travel butterflies and such. Um, And then we see, uh, as I wrote, Tommy and his girlfriend, because I couldn't remember her name, which is canon. I can never remember her name. Um, I I continue to want to call her Becky, but that's not her name. Her name is Emily. Her name is Emily. Yes, exactly. But I refuse that. So um, Tommy, my brain just does not want to accept it. Uh, So we see Tommy and Emily and uh, they do little smoochies and uh, he gives her this cute little souvenir Um, from their Paris trip before they part ways and he pops himself out and we see once again, I forgot names. So Penny man watched him do it as I would say (laughs) Casper Casper watched him do it. He was like across the street, um, literally the first, the, the first few paragraphs of this are a struggle for me. Um, we see uh, it goes It kind of one of those episodes that, especially in the beginning, goes like over to a lot of things. It's like this happens and this happens and this happens. Um, just kind of trying to get everyone on, you know, to one place, I guess. Um, we see Taylor, who's uh, fixing a wig. We think it's a wig. We, we're we pretty sure it's a wig. Yeah. I don't think she did her hair, but it, it might be. I don't know. But she's, you know, trying on a disguise. And she gets a message, possibly from Hero Truther, as you recall. She did reach out to them and tried to expose some stuff about Renatus. Um, Yeah, there's just all these little, like, this is where we were and this is where we are bits that are kind of like the beginning of the episode. So Mm -hmm. establishing shots, if you will.
1: Yeah, with uh, Casper, when he's watching, he's on the phone and he's like, I'm on my way. I just have to tie up some Mm -hmm. loose ends first. And it's like, oh, because he's like watching Mm -hmm. Emily. Mm Mm-hmm. And the message Taylor gets yep. is, message received, you have our attention, meet us at Henderson and Park in 20 minutes. So.
0: Yep. She gets an, mm-hmm. she gets an invite. So, is it is it real? Is it a trap? Who can say? Mm-hmm. We'll have to find out. We'll find out in this episode, as a matter of fact. I bet we will. <laughs> really soon, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of getting us in the place. We just came back out of the past, etc. So.
0: It's just a a lot of establishing shots, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> so. But am I wrong about Carlos and Deering? I don't think I am. You're not
1: wrong, <laughs> but your little shipper heart, spoiler, is going to, like, it's break. It's a good vibe.
0: <laughs> what, so, is, what is their ship name? No, it's. it's like,
1: it's Carlos. It's
0: do we sh- do we Do we name it, it, like, common. James
1: or with Deering? Is it, like, Deerlos? Carring? It could be Carring. Their ship name could be Caring.
0: I, I, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm fond. Yeah, I know. I was like, I'm fond of, of, I'm fond of Darlos, but come on, Caring. Or if we, like, if we did like,
1: if we did like James and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could see it in this episode and the one before in yeah. particular too, or not the one before, you know what I mean? The last one where they were together.
0: I don't know. I don't know. It's My fun, brain it's a, a fun is dumb rotted. ship. It's a Absolutely dumb fun rotted. ship. I blame being I blame I blame being back on Tumblr. I fully blame being back on Tumblr as well. <laughs> it just fucks with you. All right. Anyway. Mm-hmm.
1: Moving forward, we go to Erica anyway. and she's in her house, she's looking at a poster for mm. the Gateway project. And Richard is all there with his leg broken, and apparently they've lost contact with someone on the team, and he's all like, "La, I'm like worried about everything, I'm worried about the teleporter. And she's just like, cool as a cucumber. She's like, it's all fine, it'll get done. And while he's fretting, she notices a deer in her backyard. And she gets a rifle, and she's like, listen, even if we had Hero, he'd be redundant since the boy has his power, and he's going to be delivered to us. And she walks out back and she's like, grandfather used to say the secret to a good kill was the element of surprise. And she shoots the deer. Bam. And we go from that. Poor deer. To Tommy. And he's watching the news in his mother's room. And all the news is being like, "The planes are, this is like the fifth instance of a plane going off course. Because again, you know, the poles are reversing. That's like the big thing. Mm-hmm. They're all fun. And lucky. she's apologizing to him, and he's like, no, listen, it's fine. And she's like, it's time for me to tell you who you really are, and you know your favorite character in those comics? And he's like, hero. And she's like, you have more in common with him than you think. And he's like, what do you mean? She's like, he's like I guess my powers are kind of like his. And he's like, no, they are. You have his powers. Exactly. Those are hero's powers. <laughs> but he brings up a good point. Um hero is a time traveler, and he can't time travel, but you know nope. as we know on he on heroes, people tend to start out with one power, and that power tends to evolve and add extra things to it as we go along, so very much so, yeah, because Noah strolls on and at the end of the scene being like, as a matter of fact, Nathan, you can
0: Dun dun. name drop tummy <laughs> yeah. I love, I love his entrance there so much. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Delightful. Sparkle reborn. Twinkle shimmer. Shimmer is the one that you like to use. Shimmer reborn.
0: (laughs) I use, I use shimmer. Yeah. Yeah. But it could be anything.
1: So we stay in that scene because Noah's like, listen, I gotta go get your sister and you too, Odessa. (laughs) That is the most important thing here. And... Tommy got the rundown off screen during that little sparkle, little twinkle, reborn. And he's like, We got to stop global extinction. And Anne's like, Listen, my beloved son, please leave the room so no one I can have a little talk for a moment. So, yeah. So, Tommy, Nathan, whatever the hell we want to call him, he's back on board.
0: <laughs> Calling him Nathan is like too confusing to me. It's bad enough having two Lukes, honestly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 So I'm just going to keep calling him Tommy for now. Unless everyone starts hammering home calling him Nathan, you know? But, um...
0: It would be so truly wild to find out that you're related to half of the characters in your favorite comic book and that they are real people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That would be like finding out you're, like, legit, like, Bruce Wayne is real and you're related to the Bat family. That's fucking wild. Mm -hmm.
1: My bio mom is Claire, so that makes yeah. you know that whole line, the Petrelli line is yours, and like my yep. adopted father is fucking Hiro Nakamura.
0: Yeah, the two heroes, other like I mean, and yeah, you're related to Peter, and like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's literally insane. I could not. I I do not blame his brain for breaking in the next scene at all.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Um. So after that, we have <laughs> we have Luke and I, I call her girl Tommy one more time. I think possibly twice more. <laughs> um, but Luke and Luke and Melina, um, they are sitting together at a diner again. Luke's and diners in this show, like the fuck. Um, mm-hmm. They have a combo about a Hero's favorite topic, which is fate and destiny. Um, yep she's trying to learn a little bit more about him, but he's still very like guarded. Cause he w- doesn't want to be like, Hey, I'm literally a serial killer to your kind. And I guess my kind too. Um, cause she's like, Oh, what purpose did you lose? And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. Um, instead he goes off on this rant, which is uh, extremely justified, valid. And I'm looking forward to fighting with you about it. Um, tomatoes do in fact ruin everything. He is factual. He's not wrong. Wake up America. Tomatoes are disgusting. <laughs> Okay. It's literally what Luke um says, where it's like, they ruin everything, because, like, the juices. You can't fix something if a tomato's on it. Which is <sighs> okay. why he straight up just burns his sandwich, because it's ruined.
1: <laughs> Tell yeah. us on the Discord, yay tomato, <laughs> nay tomato.
0: I knew I could get you going on this, because you and I have fought about tomatoes for years, so... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fucking love a tomato. <laughs> Just have a tomato on a sandwich. Mm,
1: delicious.
2: Ugh. Got
1: garden with tomatoes in Disgusting. it. My tomato crop this year was terrible. It was like it a bad year, I guess, be. for <laughs> everybody for tomatoes. <laughs> Eat my
0: ass, <laughs> teacher. It. <laughs> it would be better than a tomato. <laughs> uh uh Yeah, so he scorches his sandwich, which is, like, a fun, like, ooh, look at my ability moment, but also, like, him coming to terms with it slowly, because he's starting to, like, embrace it a little more, just, like, doing it, mm-hmm. and not denying it, and also using it for good, because fuck tomatoes. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Um, not fuck tomatoes, but oh. it's okay.
1: You know, people okay. can have oh. things they don't like, it's okay. <laughs> and I can like things that you don't like, it's fine.
0: <laughs> sure, and people can be wrong, and we don't have to, like, you know look down on them for it so yeah yeah uh-huh exactly
1: we don't look down on people when they're wrong All Right.
0: oh uh, I-, I was delighted when he did that i was like i know what i'm gonna fucking talk about it <laughs> didn't even
1: occur to me this would be a discussion right now
0: that's so funny are
1: delight and delicious
0: they're not they're not um they're literally one of the grossest things ever okay um so going away from that Uh, we have arrived at, uh, Sunstone Manor. Now we have another location. Um, which is where Deering was hauling Carlos. And that's where they're heading to try to, you know... (laughs) It's where their their, their half-cocked little plan (laughs) is supposed to go down. (laughs) Um, oh boy. Um, so we see them park and he he gets Carlos out and uh, we, we, we revealed also in the car earlier that the cuffs aren't actually like attached. So, you know, it's all, it's all, it's all subterfuge. Um, but Mm -hmm. it's so like, Oh God, it's just like the whole thing where as they're talking, as they're like getting out of the car or whatever, and he's like pretending to haul him in, you can see all these other like innocent people being like fucking hauled out of vans and shit. Like the, the implications are massive. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. God damn. I just, Oh yeah. um, See, it's like, I I feel like, you know, as much as I hate some of the storylines and characters, I feel like this actually really works because it all ties in together so well and it's so, like, current and, and, like, relevant without being, like, hella in your face about it, but it's, I don't know, I I feel like this line of, like, yeah, they they would do that with people, like, it just, I don't know, it works. I I I agree. So. And uh, I very much agree. Yeah. I, I, I like Carlos and Deering and I, I just think they're great. I like this whole storyline. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they, they bring him into this, uh, to this building's facility. That's like the intake part. And it's super like they have that, that moment where if you recall, uh, Deering gave Carlos this stuff that's supposed to make him pop, uh, false positive for being an Evo. Cause as we, you know, recall, he's not in fact an Evo. Um, mm-hmm. And so there's that moment when they're swabbing him and we're all tense and the music got all tense and everything. Like, well, was it going to work? You know, and uh, thankfully it does. And he he comes up as being an Evo. And so they they get ready to haul him away. And uh, Deering's like doing his thing, trying to be all like sweet and charming. And you can tell he's like talked to the uh, lady who works at the front desk like a bunch, because as mm-hmm. we you know talk about, he's he's brought people in here before several times. And, uh, yeah, so far it's going very smooth. I don't see how that could change.
1: Yeah. I love it though. When she gets in and the desk lady, like you said, she's like, he's buddy, buddy. And she's like, you know, we've yep. got a new bonus for time travelers.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which is related to what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like with the, the, they don't have hero and they're going after Tommy. And uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's all connected in a better way than some stories. So.
1: James also gives Carlos a warning, and that is to stay away from the director mm that's and right. Carlos is like, "Well, what is the deal with the director and James <sighs> says he gets
0: into your head that's all that's all
1: just that just a little foreshadowing
0: mm that's mm-hmm. already when I wanted to throw my tablet because I remembered who he was, so mm-hmm. yeah yep. mm-hmm. we'll get there yeah. um we will. <laughs> Going back over to Taylor, who I have to say, that hair really suits her. Mm-hmm. It's a good look. It's um, cute. I'm hella biased though. I love I love red hair. So <laughs> it's a good yeah, cut. It's
2: cute. Yeah.
0: Um, she goes to the to the meeting point that uh, was sent to her and surprising literally nobody in the whole world, she gets ambushed by men in masks and they take her and they throw yep. her in a van and they drive away. Yoink. Yep. It's almost It's almost like. I mean, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like she. She couldn't have known, right? She just had the you know leap of faith and all that. And uh, I don't know. Seems like things aren't going well. But then again, these secretive organizations will kind of go through great lengths to stay safe when you know everything is after them. So who could say? Yep. Yeah, could go either way. Um, after that, we see. Um, we see Luke and Melina and they're in the car together again. And um, it's so, I love her because she's so unbelievably sheltered. I love her uh-huh. enjoying all of these like modern conveniences and like novelties and treats and stuff. It's like a, it's like a fun character detail that they, that they put in. Yeah. It's agreed. also probably, it's also probably satellite radio uh, product placement, but um, <laughs> it be. is, it is a modern wonder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, and, like, she's all stoked to eat candy because cause she was never allowed to have candy growing up, not even on movie nights. And she's talking about how much she used to love movie nights. And Luke relates to her in this way because, apparently, Joanne used to love taking their kid to the movies. And it made him feel like just a normal kid. And so, you know, she, she's finding out a little bit more about Luke, like, grudgingly. Um, but, yeah, he's opening up a little. Um, mm mm-hmm. Uh, And Luke
1: is a dentist. Remember, we found this out, like, several times Oh, that's so
0: fucking true. That makes a lot of sense. I didn't even think of that in that context. You're correct. Dentists are not about that life. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They are not about letting their kids have candy. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And he does give in, like, all right, give me one at the end of the scene. Yeah. Because he refuses her candy at first.
0: Because he's, like, giving in to all the things, you know? Like, he's using his power. He's eating candy. Like, it's all these little things where it's, like... Mm -hmm. He's really like shaking off some some restrictions, you know, um, becoming a different person, maybe old life over new life here kind of thing. So it's like, hmm. I feel I I
1: have really been enjoying Reborn for the most part, mm. you know, as we've been watching it. And mm. I feel like it gets like it's undue shit on. Like, mm-hmm. just as much as the series, like, the main series itself. And maybe as we head toward these last four to four episodes, we're gonna see more c- cracks in the armor, potentially, or more reasons why people were so vehemently against it later on. But really, it's just, it's, it, it is kind of like Heroes 2.0.
0: It, it really does sort of feel like a, like a, a requel or something. That's a word people use now, so. Because mm-hmm. there
1: isn't really a lot of stuff that I can point to being like, Wah. I hate this. This is stupid. A lot of the main, the new characters and stuff work in their storylines. I, and... I
0: feel like it takes a while to settle into itself. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm liking the stuff. Now- I feel like the beginning is so awkward. It always is. Um, mm-hmm. It was awkward. Uh, frankly, it was probably awkward in the Heroes pilot episode. It was awkward in season two when they introduced a bunch of new people. Like, yep. it's just sort of how mm-hmm. it goes. Um... So you just have to be able to spend more time with people. And then, like I said, a lot of this really rides on whether or not we're going to all like get to Kirby together, so to speak. Um, Yes. And anything that's affecting that trip uh, sticks out and is not as fun, which uh, I will, I will definitely get into in a minute. Um, So yeah, yeah, yeah. moving on. Hmm.
1: We have Carlos being led across the manor and James is on comms. all like, this is kind of weird. They're shipping out all the evos that they need. He hasn't really seen that before when he's been there, and Carlos lets the guy lead him down the hall a bit more before Carlos lets himself free and knocks the guy out. So it's just a short little scene, seeing that Carlos is now, <laughs> he's free now. He's gonna be looking around the manor, potentially. So we instead go to Taylor, and she's tied up on a chair in a warehouse. And of course, who comes up to her but her mother, Erica? Erica oh, you're so predictable, Taylor. You think I wouldn't find you? You think you could get away with mass murder? Mm-hmm. And why can't you trust that I always know what's best? And she's like, I, like I'm like, i still pissed at you about Francis. <laughs> and she's like, who sent you the files? And um, Taylor's like, I'd rather die than tell you anything. And <gasps> it's not her mom. This was a test. It was a shapeshifter guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And guess what, baby? Noah fucking unstepped on a butterfly because Renee lives.
0: Oh my god.
1: The Haitian sensation that's sweeping the nation is alive. (laughs) He is well. He is thriving right now with his little underground group that Noah kind of fucking interrupted in that episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, yeah, he's alive. Noah did it because he's like, no, let's use Casper. We don't mm-hmm. need to go get Renee. So yep. Yeah.
0: So yeah. now he lives. Yeah.
1: So he tells her, like, you know, we weren't sure if we could trust you, and he's like, I'm not Hero Truther, I'm one of the hunted like everyone else. And she's like, I really want to find Francis And they're like, Listen, that you know, your mother's holding someone important to us as well, the founder and the original Hero Truther, or, and we want you to help with that. So they want to work together, which I mean, of course. Why would they trust freaking Erica's Kravitz daughter? No, it makes
0: it makes perfect sense <laughs> why they would go through all that. Yeah.
1: Why would they just trust her? So yeah, no. mm-hmm.
0: um, it, it should have been readily apparent to the audience and probably to Taylor when she was like, the moment they put you in my arms, I loved you. I was like, nah, that's not Erica. <laughs> 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 she probably hand her back to the nurse and was like, I'm good. <clears throat> Take care great. of that. That's
1: great. I got, like, a meeting in, like, an hour. Yep, move on with that.
0: Check that off the, the agenda. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just because, uh, well, what is the real Erica? Um, what, what is she up to?
1: Yeah, well, the real Erica is, like, pondering, musing to herself while drinking wine. And she's talking to her chef, who is prepping the deer she shot earlier. And she was like, you know, we grew what we ate. She grew up on a farm. And um, Harris comes in and he's like, listen, your daughter was last spotted in L.A. We think we found her. And she get, that, like, irritates her because she, like, stops the chef, like, you're butchering this animal. Like, he's not cutting the, the deer right. So she takes over <laughs> butchering the deer. And Harris is like, she reached out to Hero Truther and she knows and that they're looking for their leader, Micah Sanders. Of course, Micah, of course. And she's like, "Do whatever you have to do to stop them and bring me my daughter." <laughs> and like this whole time, she's like covered in blood because she's butchering this animal, and she's like pissed off about it. So
0: yeah, it's again, it's a, it's a great. It's not subtle per se, but it's a great character moment where you're just like, look at her, like a getting her hands dirty, literally. Mm-hmm. And then B, I mean, with what happens at the end of the episode, it's very like, oh, she's cool with Slaughter for Survival in like a a, a macro and micro sense. So, yeah. you know, it, any any and all little, little innocents are, are uh, not safe around her.
1: <laughs> it's been a theme since season one, even like, you know, with mm. the bomb in New York, mm. you know, Adam and Ro with the virus. Yep. Um. You know, we gotta we gotta break a few eggs to make the omelet. So. Yep. Know.
0: Absolutely. So let's see here. After that, we see our favorite little ice cream shop, and mm-hmm. Emily's working, and she's continuously giving samples to a customer, and that customer is Casper. Uh, if you recall from what Rachel said, tying up loose ends, right? Yep. So he's he's ostensibly he's there to do just that he's 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 got the power to do the whammy on her and you know keep her out of all this probably make her forget tommy i think yeah. it's probably what he was gonna do and he's toying with the idea of it and he has this like conversation like kind of at her about like because he's like oh you know he notices the little like eiffel tower jewelry that she has on and she's like yeah my boyfriend gave it to me and he's just like yeah you know young love that's something you shouldn't forget it's like a very special thing and then nothing can replace it and i was just like oh no he's gonna he's gonna take the take it away from her um but it seems like he really doesn't want to Mm -hmm. um he seems he seems very hesitant about it um and, and in the midst of this nice little moment um the person nobody fucking missed. And it honestly would have been like a pretty okay, like hanging plot thread to just never see them again. Uh, Joanne shows up and, uh, cause we're still, we're still doing this. Um, Mm -hmm. and we see Casper and he drops a bunch of pennies on the ground. And, uh, Joanne is like talking to Emily by herself. But you know, once he does that, that like spooks her and she realizes that, you know, she needs to take them both hostage and that's what goes down. And she, uh, has them both at gunpoint. And um, I am so fucking tired of this character. I can't even stand it. Yeah.
1: Because yeah, yeah. obviously, you know, she's back for vengeance against Ugh, this girl. She tried to murder up. fucking straight up yep, earlier. Yeah. You know? yep.
0: This fucking non-Evo innocent, like, yep, sure. Sure.
1: You can't, you t- You know, I could maybe get over the fact if you're just like only Evos. But no, you're now being like, no. anyone that's in my fucking way, fuck them.
0: Yeah, yes. And as we've said before, like she has no like guilt about it. She's not like, oh I must like no, she fucking likes it. And Yeah. Yeah. She wants to she wants to blow this fucking teenage girl's brains out. She truly does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, look, I always go back and forth if we're too harsh on her. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We song and dance on I I just,
0: I know, I know, I know. It's just, I feel like it's the writing, dude. Like, they're just, she's so thin. Like, so thin.
1: We probably needed more time or a more clear... no. I think we needed a clearer motivation from the beginning. I don't think they should have, like, dangled fucking her kid as, like, the motivation until later on.
0: It's just, it's not enough. And, like... I don't know. I mean, yeah, we, we've done this. We've done this. Let's not talk ourselves in circles about it. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. like her. I think she kills the momentum of the whole fucking episode. Um, Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, you know, they
1: got to make things not run smooth at this point because we got to like mean,
0: keep. like the yeah, vibe, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. everything else is going so swimmingly it makes so much more sense to everything else. And I'm just like, oh, you're just a literal goddamn distraction that I wish we could just deal with already. So. Mm hmm. Yeah. She makes me so unhappy. Um, let's let's go to a happy place. Let's go to the, the manor. She made me unhappy for almost 100 fucking episodes. <laughs> <laughs> happy place, my fucking ass. All right. Um, great. So back at the manor, uh, Carlos is uh, doing the thing. He's taking the orders. You know, he's taking the orderly like uniform and he's like swapped it out and he's going to pose as one of the staff. And uh, oh, God. Um he's kind of looking around while he's there and they're clearly like experimenting on and testing evos, which is like so dark. Um, anytime you see that shit, it's dark. It's literal human experimentation. Um, and, um, there's like a, there's like a fun little, little thing happening on the overhead. Right. Isn't that when that starts? Yeah. Okay. I was, I can not remember the timing of it where someone is like guiding the inmates is basically what they are through the sort of like, it's like a meditation, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. It's a breathing exercise. It's a it's a focusing. It's a centering. Um, you might think that voice sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Just hold on to that thought. Um, so, yeah, Carlos is trying to do the thing. Uh, meanwhile, Deering is still at the front desk, and he's like, okay, what's taking so long? I just want to get paid and, you know, get out of here. And they're like, oh, well, see, there's a new protocol, so we have to, like, do a DNA signature as well. You know, we just want to make sure the Evos aren't turning in Evos. That's pretty, you know, that, that doesn't work out. <laughs> and so Deering gets got. He gets got. Um, uh-huh. Because, yeah, he, he gets absolutely fucked. Um, they they grab him. It's a whole thing. Like, oh, God, the plan it's falling apart. Who could have known? Um, so... Yeah, uh, Carlos is alone, and he doesn't know it. He is completely without yeah. support. So, fuck. Because, yeah,
1: as he's, like, sneaking around and hearing this voice being like, you know, mm-hmm. today's the first day of your... Re- the, the Let's try again. Today's the first day of the rest of your life. Just focus on your breath. And he's seeing other <laughs> evils be kind of, like, tortured in some rooms, but he's also wondering why no one is leaving, because there's no bars. Nope. On nope. anything. They're just walking around freely, like it's some um Yeah, they're just walking around freely.
0: Yeah, it's like a it's like a fucking resort, man. Like mm-hmm. they're just all hanging out and it's like, okay, that's clearly not how they were brought in here. Um that's kinda weird. Yeah, it's like maybe why it's, are they just Maybe it's here? drugs? Maybe it's maybe it's something else. Could be. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Let's harsh our buzz. <laughs> Alright. So we go to Nathan, and he's having a, a crisis at the vending machine because it's just not working. When Quentin comes up to him, hey, remember Quentin's hanging with Noah right now? And he, like, Fonzies the vending machine for him, and the candy bar comes out. And he's, like, trying to, like, feel, like, up how, you know, Tommy's feeling. And um, Tommy gets a phone call and kind of, like, leaves and goes to the bathroom because it's from Emily. He's like, I gotta take this. But guess what? It's not from Emily. It's Joanne. And she's like, your girlfriend and I are having ice cream. Do you want to join us? And he immediately, like, pops out. And luckily he does, because Quentin comes into the bathroom with a gun. Like, he's ready to roll on him and grab him (laughs) right then and there. So uh, lucky timing on that part. And we go over to the ice cream parlor itself, and Casper's like, I know how you feel. I know how it is to be overcome with anguish and grief, and I can give you relief. And he points to one of the pennies that are on the floor. All you have to do is take, and before he can finish talking the situation down, because she kind of looks like she's thinking about it for like a second, honestly.
0: It seems like part of Casper's power is almost like a Pied Pipery thing, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Have you noticed that he seems to he trans he entrances people as well? Yeah, it it probably is. Yeah,
1: powers are layered because she looks like she's gonna take it.
0: Yeah, everyone who's ever done it looks like they kind of just go oh, you know.
1: Because Tommy pops in, Mm -hmm. and he's like, "Let them go; they're innocent." (laughs) And Casper is like, "Tommy, I'm handling this," (laughs) and. He throws his suitcase up, like he just he throws the suitcase at her, and it flies open, and pennies just start going everywhere, and she shoots him, rest in peace, Casper, bullet to the head, pour one out for the homie. Casper's dead,
0: so mad about it. We
1: get Renee back, we lose Casper, there's our mm. butterfly, <laughs> mm. and um yeah. hmm. interesting. Luke and Melina are there because they hear the gunshot go off. And we see that freaking Joanne is about to straight up kill Emily before Luke comes in. And she was like, huh, I was hoping you'd be up in flames with our house, but you're a coward. You can't ever do na 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 You know, that kind of thing. Like, you could never finish the job.
0: <laughs> it so is, um, right? Like, her fucking dialogue is so, like, cliche. I can't, it, cring- it makes me cringe, honestly. <laughs> And
1: he kind of, like, shows off his little fire for a second. And he's like, put the gun down. And we he told Alina to stay in the car. She doesn't listen, of course. So she starts sneaking in the back. <laughs> and she asks him, did you know that you were one of them when Dennis was alive? And guess what? Luke does not give an answer. Something to think about. Hmm. And she's like, how does this sound? How about I shoot her, you kill me, and then I'll be with Dennis. And... Shit starts to happen and time slows and then stops because Tommy fucking did it. He stopped time. Yeah. First time we him stop time. He moves Luke so that he do- the fire doesn't hit Joanne. He moves the bullet as well and then he like Mistake. notices another person in the room. He notices that Melina's there <laughs> and he he looks at her for a second but he he goes over to Emily and he pops out with Emily and time resumes. Chaos kind of, like, pff, pff, rings out a little bit there. And Joanne's reaction is to run the fuck out of there. <laughs> and Luke kind of lets her, to be honest. He doesn't immediately chase her down. And we yeah. hear cops starting to pull up. And then he chases after her. Because, but he's he's a little too late because as Joanne is screaming around a corner, not, like, literally screaming, you know what I mean? She's running. <laughs> Suddenly, <gasps> It's Harris. He's there in a car, and he tells her to get in. So, ooh, what's gonna happen now? Harris is suddenly there. Hi, Harris. We haven't seen you all episode. Yeah. Yep. One of the Harris's. The, her- the
0: Harris's. is Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Um, let's see. Bullet points. Um. Tommy fully interrupting Cow his way in is so hero or Peter, like the bad timing of, of, of mm-hmm. his line. <laughs> it's just, Let them like, go, they're innocent. Uh shut up. <laughs> oh my God, you got a lot to learn, kid. Um uh, fucking killed one of the best characters out of the reboot. I hate you. Yep. Fuck fuck mm-hmm. this pathetic psycho. I want her to die. Um Luke comes in hot literally. Love that. Love love a literal moment. Um uh, a uh, big mistake to not let him just melt Joanne. That would have been pretty cool. Tommy, you piece of shit. Um let's see. Uh literal ice cream mess. Sunday bloody Sunday. It's prophetic.
2: Mhm. Yeah.
0: Because of the chaos. Um and uh yeah. Yeah. It's uh It's fun to watch Tommy move stuff around like Hiro used to.
1: Yeah.
0: Very like father. (laughs) (laughs) Like father, like son. Yeah. Ugh, God. It's just like, oh, so now Joanne's going to be part of the Renata's team. And I threw up. Um... I think at this point, too, she kind of gets spun off into that weird
1: little mini-series of commercials.
0: (laughs) It's what she deserves. So, Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah, yeah. But yeah, Tommy. Tommy having to learn some stuff there. I feel like because he's like, ah, "I'm going to save all these people," and I'm like, mm, "You could just let nature take its course in a couple ways." But okay, that's fine. You'll learn. You'll learn just like your daddy learned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So we go back over to Renee and Co. and Taylor, and they have an Evo who has a really cool projection power. They've got some cool powers on Reborn. They really do. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's showing uh, Taylor all about Micah <laughs> and using the season one heroes promo photo at first is a fucking yep. choice. We mm-hmm. um, didn't need to do that. She <laughs> need to do him dirty like that. Uh, Cause you know, they show <laughs> like adult him after, mm-hmm. but that's um, just, it's just very like, remember, remember Micah? It's like, yeah, I remember Micah. I'm watching the show. I remember Micah. Um, it's like, you don't got it. You don't got to go like that hard. Um, so yeah, they're talking about how Renatus has him. They don't know what these being used for, but it's obviously nothing good. They need to, you know, get them out of there. Um, we go back over to the manor. And, before that, before uh, that, yeah, 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 yes.
1: The projector lady starts flicking through things like, and places because they're trying to figure out if any of these strike, you know, familiar to Taylor. Oh,
0: yeah, you're right because the the manor, right? Yes,
1: because she sees yeah. the manor and she says that's the first property that my mother bought.
0: Oh, yeah, that story about her grandfather and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because mm-hmm. um, her granddaddy worked in a coal mine. Is that correct?
1: I don't remember. It's, it's not what like, she said.
0: It, so, it, it yeah. Sounds
1: right. Sounds right.
0: Coal miners, daughter, like, you know, fucking blue collar ass roots, uh, dirt poor, blah, blah, blah. You know, you know, Erica really made something of herself. That was the first property she bought when she made her first million, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All billionaires are bad. Anyways, um, so we, yeah, she she's like, oh, okay, I know that place. So then from there we go back to the manor and we see some of what's going on, which is causing these people to not try to leave. And I have a lot of thoughts about this and I'm interested to see what you think about this. Okay. Um, and I... I am going to make comparisons to Siler because he is the villain of the show for the most part. I mm-hmm. mean, like, yeah, me, me, but like, yeah, there's other villains too. But in terms of what's going on here, I feel like it's an interesting, uh, I don't know if comparison is the right word, but definitely an interesting verses you could have mm-hmm. in terms of how bad this is. So we see that the reason why these people aren't leaving and why the voice is droning on and on about like finding your happy place um, is because that's literally what's happening. They are all sort of trapped in these illusions that bring them joy mm-hmm. and like peace and calm. And so they wouldn't want to leave that, right? Because we see little Jose and he's seeing his dad. And not only that, but I absolutely love the image of his dad as El Vangador, but with the mask off. So it's, like, El Vangador, but it's his dad. Like, that's the thing of it. Like, that's his fucking dad. His hero in all ways, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, absolutely love how they did that. Um, And he's, like, talking with him, and he's alive again. And, you know, who would walk away from that? I wouldn't. Mm -hmm. Um... And so we're seeing that that's what people are seeing. Like they're, they're seeing like the, the thing that they love the most, the thing that they want the most, the per- like, there's so many like fucked up things in what he's like encouraging people to see. If you like really listen to him. Uh, cause it's like, you know, what, what makes you happy? Who makes you happy? Like, I like the way he does that line reading. I'm like, that's sick. Like, <laughs> that is fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Um, he knew what he was doing there. Um, so, I mean, it's not, we don't even need to wait to the big reveal at this point. Like, we fucking know who this is. Yeah, yeah. Um, right? Like, I'm not going to wait till we pan up from yeah. after Deering and all that. We're not going to do that. The director is Matt Parkman. Yep. Um, we promised you we'd, we'd see him again. Son Here of a is. bitch. Yep. Son of a Fucking bitch, punk ass Matt Parkman and his bitch ass powers. That's what the subtitle of the episode should be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, um. So let's let's break this down for a minute because I'm obsessed with this in like a good way, and okay. where I'm just like, oh, you evil fucks. Um. So basically, what he did in the wall was his dry run. Yeah, and he figured out. That it's not the bad stuff; it's the good stuff that's the ultimate prison. Mm-hmm. Um, is is how I'm interpreting this, because it makes it's a perfect through line.
1: God, it really um, fucking is. Because like that couldn't hold Tyler yeah. in his
0: worst fears. Yeah, he thought the Catholic guilt would do him in, but I'm like, ah, he's lived with that his whole life. <laughs> and then you know, like, and then you know, Peter and all that. But like, yeah, if they had been sent to some place that was happy, if Peter had like. I don't know, Caitlin back Simone. Like if, if Siler had like a family that loved, do you know what I mean? Like he really could have kept him from ever leaving, ever wanting to leave. So he learned, he learned a fucking thing.
1: Um, Here's a question. What mm-hmm. would Siler have? What would he have like p- pinpointed based on what we know to give him? At that point in time. Because I could buy giving Peter, like, Simone, um, having Nathan I, be there. Like, just Nathan's
0: alive. Everything Simone that he kind of Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: To be fair, this wasn't tailored for Peter.
0: No, it wasn't. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, that, yeah, that was part of the learning experience, obviously. Uh, what he, would he keep Siler there? Yeah. What would keep Siler at the manor What right would now? do it? I don't know. Um... I truly don't know. Um, so, okay, so we're going from, like, the point where he was at in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, do you have any thoughts about it? I, I, have to, I have to think for a little bit. The closest thing that I could think of, but I don't know if it would work
1: on this Siler, is the future that Peter went to where he blew up, for, you know, L.A. up or, yeah. or Costa Verde. Domestic Gabe. Where he had the kid. Domestic yeah. Gabe.
0: Domestic Gabe. Um, I mean, like... Cause I don't think you give him L. He kind of like cut that. No, bridge. he 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 did that himself. That wouldn't. No, no, that would. And also, that's too close to rubbing up against a thing that would cause guilt and rejection. Like, do you know what I mean? You have to really figure this shit out. Like, c- create a whole new person that loves him unconditionally.
1: He finally gets the father he wants, and that's no about it. <laughs>
0: He, a- he absolutely does. He gets the father that he wants, the father that he needs. And it's, it's Noah Bennett, who loves him very much and supports him very much. And there's no box cutters in that world. Um, Maybe
1: at this point, because he was still kind of like flirting with the idea of like, oh, it's going to be me and Claire at the end of the world. That it would be like something with Claire, domestic bliss with Claire.
0: Maybe, And I mean, like, again, I was going to say this earlier, not to be slashy, but I feel like he'd already kind of came out without coming out at that point. Mm -hmm. Also, kind of. So when I say, like, create a whole new person, I'm like, maybe he's with a whole new person.
1: Could be. And
0: it's like, literally a whole new life for him. Mm -hmm. And it's like how Gabriel should have lived or something. He's got like his little shop, maybe. No, he doesn't have the shop. Shop has bad memories. No, can't have the shop. Gotta have a totally different thing. You can't have anything that would bring up the bad shit. And there's so much bad shit. So you have to wipe it all out. You have to really create. See, for him, I don't think it's so much what he wants in a literal sense of like characters we knew, things that he wishes he could, you know, undo, that sort of thing. I, I think it's literally he has to put him in a state of peace and calm and bliss that could only be fully manufactured from the ground up. Yeah. Yeah. Is my argument. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, the cracks are going to start. I, I truly feel like there could be no one he knows in this in this in this world in his mind. And he like, yeah, I think that that would do it. Maybe I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, it's a fun thing to think about. Um, and then, okay, so here's my thing, my my question to you. So, Syler never got a mind power like that. He certainly wanted one at one time. Um, but the The closest thing he ever had to really controlling people would be the t k obviously he threw people around physically and stuff, you know, um or I guess the puppeting is also sort of the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. So which to you is more is like more i guess like really insidious uh loss of physical autonomy or loss of mental autonomy it fucking which is more evil Mats clearly. Thank you. (laughs) Because
1: it's not, Siler is not the only one that can cause you to lose your physical autonomy. We had um, Doyle.
0: Yeah, so I was saying he had the puppeting power later on with like his little thing and like, yeah. Um, Yeah, so this is all my long way of saying like, I'm glad that we went on the journey we went on together in our rewatch of the main show and mm-hmm. being like Parkman's the fucking worst because this is all come home to roost in a big way. And I'm very pleased with it in that way. Yay. We were right. Oh, we knew it. Um, yeah, no, he's evil as shit and I'll get into it more later on, even if you can believe it. Um, but yeah, this is how I feel about it. Um, and we haven't even had the actual face reveal yet, but I mean, like, come on. So getting back to the actual plot, Carlos tries to escape. um, but he's, he's, he's realizing now that Deering's out of commission, like, oh shit, he is alone and he gets surrounded and it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's not well. And we see, <laughs> we see Deering and Matt in a room together and they do this whole thing where they're so coy and for what? It's like, we know yeah. who it is. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. The reveal takes way too long. It does. It's I like, agree. They really draw it out. Um, but uh yeah it's obviously him and he's like oh my god rachel i want to fucking stomp on his balls with like a pair of stilettos on like oh my god like him just being like hmm hunting your own kind for personal gain at least i have a higher purpose i'm gonna spit in your fucking mouth (laughs) you're such a piece of shit um god it's so but here's the thing though I want to flip my table. It works. It works. It so does. Well. It does.
1: It does. Like It does.
0: It's some, it's some of the most cohesive writing of the fucking reborn like show. <laughs> like it, it so works. Um, you believe every single bit of it. And I literally wrote like, Siler should have cut your ass into pieces. And I mean it, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> um, because as he's talking to Deering, <laughs> He's like, alright, so here's the thing. I'm gonna let you, like, pick your own punishment, you know? Like, mine Mine is the, you know, your own worst enemy blah 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 kind of thing, right? He's fully. His, he's worse than Mori, I would argue at this point. <laughs> like, by a lot. Uh, we
1: don't know how fully bad Mori was, to be fair. We just I heard guess he so. was bad. We I never got to experience so. it. So.
0: This is, like, dark, man. This is one of the darkest things I think Heroes has ever done. Mm-hmm. Main show or anything else. Because... He, Deering gets up, he walks down the hallway, goes into a room that Dexter Morgan would be proud to work in. Um, there is a gun on the table. And he, without hesitation, picks it up, holds it to his head. Commercial break.
1: We hear a Bam. And then do it's we hear a bam? Break. It goes dark, oh, we hear man. a bam, and then it's commercial break.
0: My audio must have been bad because I didn't even hear the blam. Because to me, that was more like, oh, when you see the next thing after the commercials come back. Because yeah. um, that's the thing, right? He fucks with your mind. Is there really a gun? Did he really do it? Like, you know, you don't know. Mm-hmm. So immediately when we come back from the commercial, we see people who work at the manor. Replacing the plastic sheeting, which is now covered in actual real life blood, and putting up new clean plastic—one of the most horrifying images in the show, I would mm. argue, in any of any of it. That the implication, like the coldness with which he is dispatched, it, like all of it—it it, it wasn't a tease. Like no, he really blew his fucking brains out. Like that's nuts. Yeah, yeah, so nuts. Um, so now we have Matt with Carlos, which as, as we've said, he's been captured. He's talking to him and he's just like, I don't understand what you guys are doing here on your little rescue mission, basically. Cause like your friends are happy here. I'm going to fucking scream. Um, <laughs> I was so wound up by this point. Oh my God. Um, and so Matt does a similar thing with Carlos where Carlos walks into the plastic room Well, and ho- what
1: before he goes into the plastic room
0: Uh uh-huh
1: we've got the whole fucking sandwich time
0: oh my fucking god yeah okay i didn't write it down because he's like but dear thing
1: oh chucks carlos you sure caused some drama here today and matt's making himself a sandwich and he's he's like listen i'm treating you with a lot more respect and candor here because you're not an evo and you came here to save your friends and i respect that um, and then he's like, oh, you,
0: I don't know why you're shit.
1: doing it, though, because they're all happier here. And then, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably just a tomato sandwich. There's probably just nothing but tomatoes on that sandwich. He's a fucking yeah. evil piece of shit.
1: And then he's trying to so... drill into him, like, everyone's got that one thing that defines you, Carlos. Tell me what it yep. is. And he's trying to fight him, and it's a oh, shameful Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: he's, yeah. Yeah, that's right. He's trying to to see what it should be. Because, um, you know, he's got he's to gotta do his thing. He's got to prep it for him. So... Yeah, exactly like Rachel said. He's like, you know, what's your thing? Like, he does his little, like, thing where he fucking, like, kind of squints and he, like, gets close. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm gonna fucking eat your face.
1: Um, <laughs> I, I seriously so
0: spun up from this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, but it works. It makes sense. He's um, been
1: foreshadowed as this since season one. 100%,
0: Five years gone. And, um, 100%. Every chance he gets to be an asshole, he fucking just, like, cartwheels into it with glee. And that's part of it, is I'm sat here like, oh, he's like, I have a higher purpose, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that. He he 100% does not act like someone who's like, oh, I must do this because my child and my family are on the line. He likes it. He fucking likes it. He likes the control. He's, oh, God, he's such a monster. So yeah he gets in he gets it Carlos Carlos brings up his own trauma from you know being deployed so when he goes into the plastic room it's a it's a different gun it's the gun it's it's you know the the, the weapon he would have carried when he was um in the middle east and so we see like some really traumatizing flashbacks of what he went through. Um, where Pharaoh was trying to get him to like act basically, and he he did not want to. He did not want to do anything. Uh, they, they, they paint it, you know, in, in the the narrative of like, oh, he was a coward and he's ashamed of himself and all that. But it's like so obvious, you know. Once you get away from the glorification of everything, it's like no, like nobody should want to do that shit. Um, it's it's like it's you know I don't know. It's like a whole thing about like people being treated like just like machines in the military particularly and it's just like god damn like i feel so bad for him you know like he's not Mm -hmm. a coward he's a good person um so but yeah Farah's there and she's trying to like snap him out of it and as he's going through this which is just him having a fit in real life um he's not gonna blow his brains out like uh like as it would seem. He doesn't
1: have a uh, weapon there even.
0: He doesn't have a real weapon. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you don't fucking know with Maddie Parkman. Uh, Matt's there. And he's like, huh, Farah? huh? I don't remember her last name. And he's like, oh, that's interesting. I can use that. Thanks. You know, kind of thing. It's like, oh my God, I fucking hate you. Yep. So, um, yeah. Uh, so that's the thing. It's like, it could be a bullet to the head or it could just be uh, existential torture uh, or it could be both. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Um, can, I mean, I can't get over the dispatching of Deering. That was insane. Yeah. It was fucking insane. Like...
1: I... Okay, listen. I wrote Blam. I thought that you heard a gunshot when it went to black, but I I might be wrong. Just full... Full transparency, I don't remember. I watched the episode a week ago. So...
0: That's, you have that's the fine. And I watched it today. Yeah. So I, I didn't think there was. But again, like I said, I was constantly fighting my cat and stuff. So, like, I, I could, yeah. it could have been. But I thought there wasn't. And that made it worse. Yeah. Just be like, oh, okay. Goodbye. Goodbye, guy who played Paul. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah. So. Ooh, yeah. What's going on elsewhere? <laughs> Man, I was. Take a. Take a deep breath in, Rachel, and let <laughs> it out. And find your happy place. <laughs> what makes you happy? Who makes you happy?
1: <laughs> I- I'm obsessed with I'm it, though. It's, with me. He, it's, it's such a delight. Uh, but me too. Like...
0: Me too. This is the kind of thing you want from a requel. Yeah. You want this. Like, it's cool to have Erica. It's cool to have, like, other characters, you know, and stuff, Who you know, can, like, kind of take up similar, you know, roles to characters we've had in the past. But you really want a legacy character to do the full, like, to, to come to the point of their journey where they were always headed. Like, yeah.
1: The thing, too, is, is, if I recall, this was a point that people didn't like about Reborn. They're like, why have they changed Matt's character so much? And it's like,
0: have you been, have you Are been you paying attention? Insane? <laughs> yeah. 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 All the shit with Siler was a trial run, baby. mm mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. all the stuff that you've ever seen him do where he got a little too into doing it. Like, whamming Mohinder. Like, getting into Molly. Like, no. Yeah, he's always, always been circling this. Yep. Like, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Changing Matt's character. Admitting Matt's character.
1: This is, like, if I recall correctly, that was a- people were kind of, like, upset about, so... And they're wrong. Well, I'll just say that right now.
0: Have some media literacy. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, let's no. let's move on. Let's move on to our final run, pretty much. Other what? than one little st- like end scene, but it's our final run. So Tommy pops back into the hospital and Noah is kind of like, what the fuck? And he's all like, Casper's dead, she shot him, we gotta go. But Tommy's power isn't working all of a sudden. And he's like, he tells Emily to go stay with his mom, and they leave the room, and wow, it's dark, and lights are starting to pop around them. Oh, and wow. Noah tells Tommy to run, but Quentin is there, and he stops him, and he's got his gun, and he's like, mm, I see you've met my sister, Phoebe. And he's like, what are you? Noah's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and Quentin's like, what I've mm-hmm. always been doing, working with Renata to save the world. And that's when it hits Noah, you're the butterfly. <laughs> One of them! You're the butterfly. Yes, one of them. Also, oh! okay. Remind me to come back to Casper's death real quick, but we'll do that after I finish this scene. Uh, Um. So, they have a standoff. Noah lowers his gun. And Phoebe walks by, like, you know, it's time to go. And they take Tommy, and he's like, I'll find you! Just stay calm. And We go over to um, the ice cream shop and we see Casper getting all bagged up and Noah's there and he's like, I'm the one who called because they're telling him, like, you know, get out of there. And who does he see but Melina who is there? And the detective is all, sir. And he's like, I'm her grandfather. And they have a hug. (laughs) So, oh, and Tommy is taken to Erica's house. And she has it all set up for dinner, baby. That's what the whole thing with the deer was. (laughs) And she's like, I don't think we've met. I'm Erica. And she holds her hand out to him. And he, I don't think he shakes it. Um, (laughs) She takes him out back. Like, I hope you like venison. Um, I know your grandfather told you that you're meant to save the world. And I'm going to tell you how. And we see that Phoebe and Quentin are there. And she's still putting off the darkness to kind of keep Tommy there. Like he can't pop out. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're winding back to Casper, and I might end up cutting this out. Doesn't hmm. um, Joanne have Noah's gun? Like, didn't she get it what after mean? they took his car, or didn't they have it at some point? Maybe I'm wrong.
0: Uh, maybe why? Because it was
1: like the same gun that killed Renee ends up killing Casper.
0: Oh fuck, man. Okay, yeah, I think you're right.
1: Because yeah, I think when they went in, like she got all the stuff from the car, and I think she, like she had the gun and everything. So yeah.
0: I think you're right. Yeah. Oh, man. Rip Casper. Yeah.
1: I didn't write that in my notes for whatever, but I thought of it at the time, too. Like, yeah. he got killed by the same gun that, that first killed Renee.
0: Um, I've mentioned this before in other episodes, but I continue to, like, seeing what it's like when Noah is, like, just taking a lot of L's. Yeah. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. just not, he's not winning at all in this. Things are not coming up for him. They
1: are not coming up, Noah Bennett, at all.
0: No, they are not. Yeah, But, I mean, he got a hug
1: with his granddaughter, who he only got to see kind of from a distance, like, a short while yeah, ago. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. So, it's pretty sweet. Um, let's finish the episode with our little last scene. Mm-hmm. We're in the desert, and a butterfly is flying through. You know, like, the ones that were in the snow earlier. And um, it lands on a hand. And whose hand is it? It is Miko's hand! Katana girl. What? And we get a subtitle seven thousand nine hundred fifty seven <laughs> years in the future she gets That's up and starts to walk and we hear a mohinder log again we, we don't write it down and when she rounds a corner <laughs> she sees a shiny building in the distance
0: to <laughs>
1: be continued
0: Boo! i love how we're both just like we don't write down mohinder logs anymore <laughs> we did it for a long time and like we're good thanks
1: yeah, like you know, it's it's themes of the episode. He's just telling us. Yep. It's nice to have the Mohinder log back. That's always fun. But yes, yes, we, we it's we don't write it down.
0: No, I'm like no. Yep. Spent way too many episodes like going fucking word for word, man. I don't do that anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. So that was That's too much.
0: Yep. Sunday, bloody Sunday. Sunday, bloody Sunday. Final thoughts. Yep. Um, did it slap no but it was pretty okay um I t- okay so there's something about the way that they film uh tommy coming into the shop and everything after that's so like awkward and like weird and i don't just mean the time like stoppage like i don't know it seems stilted mm-hmm. I, it, it really took me out of the episode for a bit like it just felt off interesting like yeah i don't know maybe I just something i was just noticing but um no like it's pretty okay. Um, I definitely like how we're all moving towards something I, I I oh God, I want him to die so bloody and bad, but uh, I hate, I love I love the Matt stuff as much as I hate him. Mm-hmm. Um, it works so well. Um, yeah every everything's getting closer to the main threads mostly and, and I think that that's great because we only have like I said four episodes left. So oh my god, what's gonna happen in four episodes? Um, yeah. probably a lot. Probably, I don't remember like much of like. I think we're getting to the point where I really don't remember shit. So, I remember,
1: like I remember the like kind of ending of it all. Okay, um, this is starting to bring back little flicks of things that are happening, but I still don't remember like what's going to happen in four fucking episodes. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. That's more than fair. Yeah.
1: I know where how Mark how wow how Markman how Parkman <laughs> ends up. <laughs> um, Sorry, yeah
0: so pat markman (laughs) pat markman (laughs) oh wow i don't quite remember i know there's some other like whoa this person's still alive things that come about so that's cool Mm -hmm. um uh yeah so yeah no it was pretty all right um yeah it was pretty it's pretty okay didn't hate it um so yeah four episodes left um and then holy fucking shit that'll be that'll be it Getting closer. But if you enjoy hearing us ramble for at least an hour and a half, lucky you, we have another podcast.
1: Yeah. How
0: you like that for a segue? Perfect.
1: <laughs> we just put up a, not just, like last week, put up a new episode hmm. where we discuss our favorite things from 2022 media wise. Mm-hmm. And it's over there if you want to listen to it on that feed. We're not putting it's, it on uh, this it's, one. It's on that feed. Go get it.
0: <laughs> it's on the separate feed. It's uh, it's called From Beyond Fandom. Yeah. Um. That's what we'll be doing after all this is all tied up. So yeah, if you're interested in hearing us talk about other shit, <laughs> longer, I guess, uh, then that's where you can go. Uh, it's pretty fun. I-, I like being able to just talk about whatever. I like the lack of restrictions, kind of, sort of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not like lack of, but yeah, Um. it's fun to talk about other stuff. You know, when I tell people I need to record my podcast and, and I say it's the hero's one, so many people, not just Ryan, go, you're still fucking doing that? And I'll go, oh, I'm like, that. <laughs> Shut up.
1: <laughs> Listen, okay? We should have been done, like, at the, be- <laughs> probably by the end of the, this uh, last year, we should have been done, but we've had a couple yeah. of instances where yeah. it's like, shit has happened and we've had to push back recordings. So, yep. we're not done yet. And it's not from <laughs> beyond no. fandom's fault at all.
0: No, um no, not at all. It's it's everything else. It's our fault. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. uh life happens. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Um, We're here. It's getting put up.
0: We're fine. We are here. Um
1: which if you didn't realize if you didn't realize the last eclipsed episode was recorded like mid-November. <laughs> Pre Thanksgiving. <laughs> So if that's where, like, wow, there's yeah, a lot of, like, uh, late, really late, late news or, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's I why. I know,
0: I know, but, like, deal with it, I guess, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, some people might not know about some stuff still, so I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. not as Not as, like, plugged in or whatever. Um, yeah, let's see, so I, I was gonna do, like, a little thing where I was like, you can find us other places, too, not just other podcasts. Here's our social media information. Um... That was me trying to segue that, and it didn't work. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, follow us, our individual accounts on Twitter, I guess. Um, I don't know. No, no, no. You know what? Just join um, us on the
1: Discord. I'm,
0: a, I'm about to blow that fucker up. Like, I, I just, yeah. Just <sighs> It's hard because I have a hard time letting go of things, but uh, ugh, it's, I, I don't really use it. So You don't have to delete it. It can just sit there. End of an
1: era. Like, trust me, as someone who's let their Twitter just sit there, you can just let it sit there. Um, <laughs> I love it because we're <laughs> like, true. Hive maybe in the last um, one, but I haven't fucking opened Hive and whatever. I think I've had like three people on there. Um, I
0: know. I have a few people on Hive, but like, literally, I haven't like done anything with it. My
1: problem with, with Hive is that there is not a desktop version. It's only on the phone.
0: Yeah, that's tricky. That is definitely tricky. And it's just like, I don't know. It's just different. It's not the same. Um, but you know, here's the thing. Uh, I, I, you can't, you can't keep a good social media horde down. Um, I'm not really on Twitter anymore, but that means I'm trying to increase my presence elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm posting on Tumblr again. I don't know if you've seen any of that. I have. I uh, did. I did it the other day too. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs>
1: I'm reblogging things. I haven't posted anything, but I've reblogged a few oh. things recently. Including an Adam Monroe gift set that someone posted, so.
0: Well, then you shouldn't make fun of me for literally anything. <laughs> uh, um, but you going to um, yeah. I'm so. just saying, I saw you posted. Uh,
1: That's all. There was no teasing.
0: <laughs> there was no teasing. I said, I saw you posted. Oh, God. Yeah, I heard the tone. Um, so, yeah, no, uh, so yeah, I'll put it out there. If you want to follow me on Tumblr and or TikTok, I have the same name on both now, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, at teal ends Keisha Ray, teal like the color, um, which will give you an indicator of the kind of content you might be expecting. Uh, if you know what that means, you probably don't it's a it's a stupid inside bandom joke but um yeah i don't really do twitter anymore so i guess if you want to see what the fuck i'm doing just go there I, I, I do plan on trying to like make more tiktok video i, I filmed one today that's going to be like a stupid thing that no one probably cares about except for like the five people who will care about it but um i'm trying to to get into the habit of like actually like filming like t- you know talking about like thoughts about movies and shit so like yeah i don't know Um, this is all, this is all really like new and old again. So yeah, you can follow me there if you want. I don't know. Rachel, you want them to follow you anywhere? No. (laughs) And you know what? That fits your vibe. (laughs) I have a Tumblr. You're not going to find
1: it. It's not there. (laughs) I'll,
0: I'll blast your fucking Tumblr. I can't. I can't tell anyone your Tumblr. She'll just edit it out. Uh, I'll just (laughs) change the name. Exactly. I'll edit it out. It'll be like, (laughs) you can find Rachel. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm always looking to, for people to talk about stuff with. So that's, that's me being desperate, I guess. But, um, yeah. So thanks for joining us. Um, we, we do appreciate anyone who's still listening, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's some people who are, like, still in the Discord and stuff who I, I think are still, like, fully listening like, from the start, which is, like, really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I don't know. It's just, like, it's fun. I, I like doing it. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited to get into From Beyond Phantom, though, I won't even lie. Like, I'm really excited to see what we can do with that, because we can do a lot with that. I
1: have so many ideas for things that I want to talk about, but, like, they're going to, like, not yeah, be relevant anymore if when we get to recording it, so it's like, eh. Yeah, I know! <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah. We're dialing that That's in. That's okay,
0: because there's always different stuff. Yeah. So.
1: And I feel like we are going to keep coming back to the Eclipse feed. I think maybe, like, once a month we should do a Heroes News update and, like, chat about all the, like acting heroes, actors, news and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, like once every well, I don't mean once a month, but maybe like once every couple months because there's not too much news going if on. If
1: there but. is a lot of news then we'll have to do like a or if there's something big. Oh that yeah, happens.
0: and if something really big happens, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um,
1: fucking Greg Grunberg gets off his ass and starts that heroes podcast he's been talking about.
0: Oh man, yeah, right? No joke. Invite me invite me on your podcast, <laughs> Granny. I got some shit to say about your precious fucking character. <laughs>
1: As soon as we get done with the clips, we'll be like, "All right, it's our last bonus episode. Bye, everybody." The next day, he's going to be like, "Guess what? We're doing the Heroes podcast, hundred percent,
0: hundred percent." Which I would delight in. I, I would because ab- I would love to see like who we could get on. I'm sure he could get on a lot of people. I would love to hear from everyone. So.
1: He could. It's Greg Grunberg. He could mm-hmm. anyone who would ask would say yes. Everyone,
0: everyone loves Grunny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Like yeah. I said on his Instagram, cool. several people were already like count me in so
0: yes yes follow up with it bud Mm -hmm. like goddamn all right uh yeah thanks for joining us um we will see you i'm not even gonna say i used to say next week and i will say next time now because who the fuck knows um we're gonna gonna try but life life happens stuff happens i don't know whatever we're finishing this though trust and believe on that we're not gonna get this fucking far and not finish yeah (laughs) we will See you next time with another episode of Eclipse to Heroes podcast. Bye. Bye.